Hey everybody, it's your girl, Just Be Interested Cub from the Fix Your Crown podcast. And I'm so excited today. We have a great interview. And I've been knowing this superstar, I've been calling her superstar for the past 20 years, y'all, 20 years, past 20 years. But um, she goes by Lisa Monet. That's her stage name. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, sweetie? So what's up, world? This is Lisa Mona. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> She's dope. Um, I'm excited to be here with you. Man, this is amazing. It's long overdue. Mm-hmm. Long overdue. I've been calling her superstar. We, as um, you guys may not know, but we went to high school together. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm older than her. <laughs> <laughs> not by much. Not by much. Not much. But um, I was uh, president of BSU, and this young yeah. lady used to win all of the rap battles against dudes every time. Every day, every time they put her in a circle, they was like, put Mimi in. We used to call her Mimi. <laughs> yeah, the family still call me Mimi. That's yeah, right. Like put Mimi in. So mm-hmm. I put Mimi in. Mimi would get in the circle and just dominate the circle. So I was like, "You a superstar!" And she was a superstar. <laughs> so ever since then, like we would pass each other during classes, and I'd be like, "Hey, superstar!" And she would finally said, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> whatever." <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but I'm so blessed to still have Mimi in my life. It's crazy because family calls her Mimi, but she's always been yeah. this. But um, tell yeah. me about your new album, The Most Famous Unknown. Why did you name it that? You know what? Um, that name came from just like anybody who knows me. It's like, oh, the one I used to rap. Like, that's how people connect me, the face to the names, always in association with music. And so you would think, man, and then another thing is, people's like, you're so good. How come you're not like the super, you know, all over the TV and just super, super famous, like the expectation just to hear the, the talent and, and see me perform. And it's just people get caught off guard, like, you know. So I was like, you know, I'm kind of famous, but in an unknown way. Like, if you know me or heard of me, it's usually associated with music, but I'm not famous yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing so many shows. I know before COVID hit, you know, you were doing a lot of shows. The mm-hmm. last show you did, what did you feel like, you know, what kind of the connection, you know, you connecting with your fans, but what do you feel when you're on stage? You know, what's crazy is the last show that I did was actually a live stream. It was for, um, this uh, show called Raw Stream. So they're doing live stream performances. So that was my last one. And it's actually something new this year. Like all of us are used to hitting the stage with the crowd right in front of you and getting that connection and that energy. But this time we are, you know, doing it in front of the the cameras and just hoping they fill us through, through, you know, through the screen or whatever. But the feeling is always a bit of anxiety and not nervous to perform, but more just anxious to show people what I could do. You know, you when we're knowing we're going to perform, there's preparation involved, you know, from the songs that you choose to, to make sure the mixes sound right. What kind of movements am I going to do while I'm on stage? What kind of connection do I want to make? And now, because we're not face-to-face, how can I connect with them, you know, digital or virtually, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. It's always a rush, though, and I always feel so good, you know, afterwards, like, man. This is what I love to do. And you'll be surprised to know I can't stand videos, like recording video, 
taking pictures. That's my least favorite part of it. Performing is my favorite part. Right. Performing. I yeah. know that, um, you know, during this time, you were going to school. You just recently graduated, right? Yes. And I'm actually finishing up the spring. I was able to graduate because I basically have everything done. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm finishing my teaching credential this spring at um, San Diego State. Wow. So mm -hmm. are you going to still rap and be a teacher or you want to be a full-time You know, it's going to be my back pocket thing. Um, and the reason why I chose teaching is because I like the mentoring part. Mm -hmm. So kids are like a big deal for me. You know, when I was um, working as an instructional aide a few years back, um, the connection I was making with the students was big. So I was like, you know, I want to teach. I want to be able to, especially our, our young, you know, brothers and sisters of color, you know, they were excited to see a black teacher, a black anything in the staffing, you know, and, and it's good for them to see that, see us in that type of light. And even to um, people that weren't of color, you know, they might be taught something at home totally different and then go to school and be like, oh, that's not true because Mrs. Such and Such is not like that. She does this, she does, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a big, bigger picture than what most people realize, you know? Right. So, what, so what age group or what um, grade would you like to teach? Um, I like the middle school kids, um, right when they start acting up, you know, around that age, when they start feeling themselves a little bit too much, smelling right. themselves. Uh, but also, I'm open to high school kids, too, because you can talk to them a little bit differently. You know, you still got to be gentle with the middle school kids. We're high school. I'm going to give it to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know the project is really amazing, but I'm going to go back a little. Um, okay. I'm talking about one song. Um, you had it out in 2019 last year. Can You Hear Me Now? That's a good mm. song. What, yeah. what brought that um can you hear me now? What brought that to you? Like, can you hear me now? For me, can you hear me now is like, are you listening to my words? Are you listening to the lyrics? What made you write that song? Can you hear me now was written out of frustration. Mm -hmm. um, I was in uh, a place where I, I've, I've been before where I felt like I was undervalued uh, as an artist, a songwriter, even as a producer. And there's people who see what's going on, but they don't want to acknowledge you. You know, for whatever reason. So, excuse that sound. So, <laughs> so um, one night I just made the beat and I started writing the lyrics and that's how I came in. I know you hear me. Can you hear me now? You know, for sure. You now know, that, that is a very in your face trap. Um, mm -hmm. That's why it, it, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, she really, she really putting it in our face. <laughs> it was just so, yes. so different the vibe is different now on your new album the most famous unknown what's your favorite track on there Ooh, that's hard um probably clicked up mm, and, and clicked up is my favorite because it's uh a plain picture of what i'm dealing with what a lot of artists probably deal with mm -hmm. because you know, they say it's about who you know, for one thing. And that's not absolutely, absolutely true. Cause I know a lot of people and if people want to do something for you, they will, if they don't, they won't. Exactly. Um, and then there's a lot of people that have that com competitive attitude instead of trying to get together, you know, let me introduce you to my fans and you, you know, I'll meet yours through collaboration, mm -hmm. but they look at me as a threat or someone who will steal their shine, like, oh, they, I can't let them hear them because they'll like her more or whatever, you know? Right. 
So Clicked Up was like, you know, we could be doing something, but y'all clicked up. So I'm going to just do it by myself. So that is one of my favorites. So, really? Yes. <laughs> okay. So the reason why it's my favorite is because it's the same thing with our industry working in the community as well. It's like, we are here doing the same thing. Uh, we're not here to take away your community. We're exactly. Better. So, yep, I have it here. I was like, oh, okay, we like the same thing. Right, way. right. It's about building relationships. And I think a lot of people who are out in the industry or out in the community, we deal with that. But as for uh, women of color, African-American women, we tend to just move on from the situation. We don't care. We're like, oh, is that how it's going to be? I'm fine. Keep so, it moving. You want to stay clicked up? You stay clicked up. But Go ahead. Keep it moving. Um, exactly. I have a couple of more questions, and then I'm going to let you go because I know it's a beautiful day. You are shining. <laughs> but I, want- I hope I'm not driving you crazy being outside. You know, no, it's just no, it's a different so vibe right now. I wanted to know, what do you do for self-care? You know, since we have been in um, lockdown, uh, since, you know, we've been in COVID, but what do you do for self-care? My home is my sanctuary. Uh, As you know, I'm married and I have two sons. Um, So just being able to go home and shake off the day, like check out mentally everything that was going on outside of the house. Um, I've been trying to meditate. That's more difficult than I thought. Um, but other than that, really just, just learning when to turn it off. There's really nothing you can do. And then, you know, get off social media, you know, take time off of that. Start reading articles. You know, I don't watch the news unless I, you know, periodically you got to have to check in, obviously, to see what's going on. But I try to turn all that off mm-hmm. because it'll just, you know, and people tend to build things up and make it worse and, cause a frenzy amongst you know all the people in, around the country and it's just like I, I can't I got to tune that out it's just gonna rub off into my house what I got going on exactly yeah um, the most famous unknown I really like that title I really it really stuck out to me because a lot of us who are in the community or in the industry just doing something we just feel like we're unknowns but when people hear our name they're like oh that's such and such she's amazing when you think of the most famous unknown when you get to the known how are you going to handle that situation you know when you get to that platform are you prepared for that platform i think i am i think um God didn't let me in early enough because maybe there were certain things that contained who I am as a person and maybe I was too immature for it. You know, a lot of people get into it and bad things happen to them. They change. And so I was protected. I feel like he was trying to keep me from something I wasn't ready for. Now, uh, my mind is where it needs to be. I know a lot more about the business and I'm pretty independent. So it's a lot of things I will not tolerate. Um, and also, I'm thinking about it on another level, too, where I can give opportunities for people that wasn't given to me, you know, because I know what it's like. And a lot of people forget what it was like. You didn't all you weren't always there. Somebody helped you get there. You know, it was a process. And a lot of people forget that part of it. And I don't want to forget that part. I love that. I love that. Yeah. answer. A lot of us, we don't understand sometimes, you know, it's our waiting season. And 
that waiting season is sometimes a hard, difficult season because you think you're prepared. You're like, oh my God, but I got these many songs or I have this. Right, this. right. And then it's like, no, God is like, wait, let me just keep you a little longer because mm -hmm. when I put you out there, I'm going to make your name great. And with you, the most famous unknown, I think this project to me, it resonates with women because you're, you're showing us that it doesn't matter where you are right now, it's going to happen. And I want to thank you yeah. for this project because it's beautiful. Very welcome. It, um, it flows like it, you know how some people, they just skip a song. They're like, nah, yeah. I don't like that. No. <laughs> you kept it to where it flows. And that's how I know Mimi. Anybody listening, Mimi has never changed. Her music is her personality. So thank you yeah. so much for doing Oh, you're this. very welcome. Thank yeah. you for listening and giving me the time. <laughs> you know, and, and appreciating, because, you know, since I don't over-sexualize, that's a challenge. You know, they want to hear me talk about, you know, the nasty stuff that, the, the you know, the lyrics. And I'm just like, yo, when I was growing up, MC Light was who was spit, and, you know, Missy Elliott was spitting, the brat was spitting, like, so I didn't grow up on, like, women that talk like that. You know what I'm saying? By the time Lil' Kim hit the scene, I had already been influenced by the other sisters. So, you know, I'm constantly battling that, just maintaining who I am and not showing all that TNA. <laughs> so for you to appreciate some of this, the faces, you know, the lyrics and, you know what I mean? The other stuff that really matters. Who are your five top uh, female MCs? You better stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. Man, that's hard. Um, I don't even know if it's the top five. I'll just say who got me delivering the way I do. You know, um, like I said, MC Light, mm -hmm. uh, the brat. I was huge, huge fan. I used to get my hair in the brat braids. Yeah, um, <laughs> I loved MC Light. Uh, let's see, Yo Yo. Mm -hmm. I liked Yo Yo a lot. Queen Latifah. You know, I'm kind of telling my age. You know. <laughs> Um, now I'm feeling Rhapsody, you know, somebody yeah. else kind of reminds me, you know, kind of where I'm coming from, you know. So well, I'm just really excited to have you on our podcast this afternoon. Um, everybody, this is a wonderful project, The Most Famous Unknown. You can go on to Spotify. You can go on to her website as well. Um, I'm going to yeah. put the link and everything up in our Nerds Roll Inc. Picture Crown podcast. But how can our listeners find you? Um, I would just recommend just going to one place, which is my website. Uh, I just launched it going on about maybe two, three weeks ago. And it's lisamona.com. And Lisa is spelled with an H at the end. And so is Mona with an H at the end. You'll find all of our music. Um, the most famous unknown is exclusively on that website. I'm not putting it on any streaming platforms right now. Um, we could talk about that another time. <laughs> I know because everything. When, huh? when I looked at it when I first looked at it. Um, your the reason why I first found it, I didn't even know that you had the project out. Um, my Nerds Roll Inc. link link Spotify. Mm. So I was like, oh. oh, tell us she had a project. But you know how people are on yeah. like social media, but not all the time. But that's mm -hmm. how I found out you had a, pro a, a new album. New project, yeah. yeah. But, um, what social media can they find you on? Um, on uh, Instagram, pretty much Lisa Mona Official. Um, I have a Twitter account, but I don't use it 
that often and I don't have Facebook at all. But Instagram is the place to be right now. So Lisa Mona official. And like you said, uh, other than the fam most famous unknown, all the music's everywhere else, literally. Yeah. If you Google my name, you will find everything just by putting it in Google. So <laughs> all right. I'm on there now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm really excited. I call her Mimi because she will always be my little sis. You're Mimi, yes. <laughs> well, take care, everybody. This is your girl, Just Be Interested to Cut from the Fix Your Crown podcast. We are blessed to have her today. All right.